All right, welcome into the weekly peel, shooting the breeze so you don't have to. Well, I'm excited this week, and again, I think I mentioned it two weeks ago, this is really not the weekly peel, this is like the bi-weekly monthly peel, <laughs> but we got a good show. We have Daniel Murphy on. Daniel, how are you? I'm doing good, John. Thank dude. you so much for having me back on the weekly peel. Oh, dude, it's been it's been a it's been a little bit of a little bit of a long time since you've been on. You were on what the second first episode, second second episode. I was guest number two. Guest number two, and now you're back. Your triumphal triumphant return. Oh triumphal? yes, the second coming. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So, so Dan, you you are you're in a different state now. You were in Massachusetts last time we talked. Yes, born and raised in Massachusetts, and I've uh, since moved down south. Oh yeah, to uh, Rhode Island, <laughs> a, an hour down the road, basically. Dude, how how is how is the South, man? <laughs> Dude, Southern life is it's it's just not nothing like the North. No, not Nothing at all. Nothing like yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's really it's really just a completely different culture. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm like, it's funny. Everyone still has like a Boston accent, basically. But it's like, man, how'd you guys learn that? <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It's good. Rhode Island is similar to Massachusetts in mm-hmm. most ways, but it, it's very it's very distinct in its like, I don't know. Like one thing that I, I've noticed is like. Different states have, like, food specialties. Yeah. Rhode Island has, like, a lot of food specialties that are, like, I've never heard of being anywhere else. Really? Yeah. Like what? All right. So here's two things. Yeah. Here are two things that... <laughs> you're you're like, I, I don't know. <laughs> so it's just one... <laughs> like, one thing is called party pizza. Whoa. Excuse me? <laughs> what, yeah, what? yeah. What do you think party pizza is, John? Just, Dude, like, just hearing it, it. it. It sounds like all the toppings. No, I don't know. not even no? close. <laughs> I would say it's the exact opposite. This is it's, actually something. It's just bread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my girlfriend, Kate, she's she was born and rose, raised in Rhode Island. So when she first Kate. told me about it, I, I didn't think it was real. Like the way she described <laughs> it, I was like, this can't be real. So the first time I had it, I, I just let me describe it for you. It's okay, basically okay. like pizza dough, right? Like yes. just imagine the crust. Okay. With, like, pizza sauce, okay? Okay. And that's it. That's disgusting. Not, it's that's not, a disgrace. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. It's not <laughs> cooked. It's not cooked, right? Ew! Wait, wait, not at all? Not at all? The dough is cooked. Like, it's cooked bread. It's, but it's, it's not warm. Like, you eat it room temperature. It Dude, Rhode Island, Rhode Island is <laughs> disgusting. Can we kick them out of the United States? <laughs> The first time I I saw it in stores, like, they had it packaged up, a whole case of, like, party pizza. And I was like, oh, and then you just throw it in the oven, right? And Kate's like, no, you just eat it like this. <laughs> I was like, Damn, it's when, like, it's when did like you premature realize, pizza. When did you realize that you were premature pizza? When did you realize that you were dating and living around psychopaths? <laughs> was that the oh moment? Oh, my gosh. No. I'm, no. I'm just coming to grips with that. Oh my gosh, that's really scary. Yeah, premature so, pizza. That's literally what it is. That's it's disgusting. like pizza that never got finished. But Dude, I what? will say I've had it. Um, my family's had it. Uh, it. It's good. It's just like if you're expecting a slice of pizza, 
then you're going to you're going to get so disappointed because it's not. It's its own thing entirely. You know, here I am like like just completely just just destroying this idea, but yet I'll <laughs> go to Olive Garden and I'll use breadsticks and I'll dip it in a marinara sauce. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Is that kind of what it is? You think like it's more like that? I I don't think so. It doesn't taste like that. It's Ooh. distinct. You've got to try it. But the other thing, and I haven't had this yet. I haven't even seen this yet. Yet, it's called. I think it's called a donut cake. A donut cake? Yeah, where it's basically just like. I guess they had. They always have it at like birthday parties and stuff. It's just a bunch of donuts like put together <laughs> in the shape of a cake. Dude, I don't know. Dude, I haven't I, seen it yet. I I think. I've, go ahead. Go ahead. Go I've ahead, seen go ahead. I've seen different bakeries have like advertisements for it, like donuts cake, donut cake sold here, and it's like I can't even imagine this. Thing. <laughs> this is what I'm learning about Rhode Island is these people are lazy in the kitchen. <laughs> Just, they're like, oh, <laughs> like, we need a birthday Bro, cake. Uh, so go grab me funny. a dozen donuts. I'm gonna just stack them up on each other. <laughs> I, Damn, I don't I, think it's quite like that, but think it's kind of close dan i think what needs to happen because you're you're a guy that you'll sit down you'll drink like uh, like like 42 gallons of milk and like 12 <laughs> pizzas i think you need to film yourself going and getting one of these cakes and eating the whole thing yo the rhode <laughs> island edition that's that's not a bad idea <laughs> i the people the people in the world need to see this you need to expose rhode island <laughs> <laughs> That's no, so I you know I actually like Rhode Island. Um, I I've been there a few times. Pretty nice. I interviewed down there uh, for a job and thought about moving there. And now I'm now after hearing this, I'm so glad I dodged that. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. It's interesting. Yeah, you're right. Those states do have like their own kind of like specialties. I just never heard of these things. Yeah, they're it's very unique. Yeah, I feel like states typically it's like oh man we grow the you know we grow the best oranges we have the best tomatoes. That's <laughs> avocados. We got party pizza and donut cakes. That's cool. <laughs> is, isn't uh, ba- Massachusetts, what is that? That's uh, beans, right? Or is it Boston, uh, really? Boston is bean town. Um, Cape Cod, there's like lobster. Um, I, don't, I don't know. It's weird. When you grow up somewhere, I feel like you kind of forget like what's special to your state and what's just a regular thing you know i think i would agree with that except for the fact i grew up in maryland and if you don't know that crabs are your thing you don't live in maryland because like every day they're like hey crabs 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 they're like on their cars (laughs) they're on our mugs they're on like we literally just have like like we have taken our flag and merged it in the shape of crabs and just stuck it everywhere like we're like they were like like man they're they're crazy for crabs but i get other places you don't you don't really yeah. They're secure. Like, in <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like like Boston has a lot of things, but they're not like so specific to the state. Like you can go to California and, and get a, a Boston cream donut. You That's can get true. Boston baked beans. So I would say, I guess, seafood, but yeah, I would go with seafood, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So listen, I was, speaking of food, I think I think this is food. You you do <laughs> you do um <laughs> you did. You did a quarantine camp. Quarantine. It was an online kids ministry. You're not. You're not still doing that uh, now that you're in person and on staff. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So <laughs> camp quarantine. Um, kind of the start of the pandemic. Obviously, churches were put into like a a 
crisis mode where no one was allowed to come to church buildings. And so churches did a really good job, you know, taking advantage of technology and the Internet, social media to kind of keep providing ministry uh, to their congregations. Um, I felt like in the cases of many churches, the void that there kind of was was like there wasn't so much being done for kids. Um, And granted, every church did that differently, but definitely kids ministry during the pandemic was something that, you know, was very, very difficult. Um, So I started something called Camp Quarantine, which was an online kids church for kids. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, And so there there was kind of three three components that I did there. There was uh, something called the Dining Hall Challenge. Um, Oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, where basically in one minute there was an on-screen activity for the kids to memorize a Bible verse while I was trying to like eat some kind of crazy food in under a minute. 42 gallons of milk, 12 yeah, pizzas. Just, like, <laughs> really pushing myself. Um, and then there was like a craft shop where I gave like a tutorial to make some kind of craft at home. And then there yeah. was obviously chapel, which was the devotional message part of the, uh, the video. But yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm serving at a church here in Rhode Island and doing some uh, in-person ministry, which I'm happy to be doing. That's awesome. Now, now let me ask you about the BLT, the BLT <laughs> that you would chat segment you would do on your videos. Okay, so the BLT, it was a version of the dining hall challenge. Okay. Because, um, I mean, what, what I was doing at first, like I said, the kids would be, they had one minute to memorize a verse. Simultaneously, I had one minute to eat some wacky food concoction. Um, so, like, one of the first ones was, oh, boiled egg pizza where I literally sliced oh. up a boiled egg, put it on a pizza, heated it up, and that was like, I had to eat this thing in one minute. Dude, you're ruining um, pizza this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did, uh, like, it was Cheerios with orange juice instead of milk. Um, the BLT was basically a version of the dining hall challenge. Same premise, there was the verse, and then me eat, eating something, but instead of it being bacon, lettuce, and tomato, yeah. I had... Basically, a pool of several foods that started with B, several foods that started with L, several foods that started with T, and then I would randomly pick one food item from those things. So, thinking back, I remember one of them was like burrito for B, um, licorice maybe, and then tilapia, the fish. And I had to and I had to mix those foods together and eat it. So it was a BLT, but not your traditional bacon, lettuce, tomato. It was some disgusting oh. combination. Dude, um, are, you, are you sure you weren't doing youth ministry? <laughs> 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 Dang, that's really. What was the worst one? Oh, dude, there was one that was. I literally, you can find the video on there, but it's. I don't remember exactly the combination, but it was oh broccoli. Liver, like liver. Oh, I hate liver. Liver. I don't remember what the T was, but I remember like starting the video and I like take a few, like one bite, two bite. And I was, I literally felt myself starting to gag. (laughs) And I remember like like spitting it out and just putting it aside and just like, did you wait a minute? Were you at your home church filming this or no? I thought, I remember you were spitting into a chat. I think I remember this. I remember because I watched them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Yeah, so that one. What my home church ended up yeah. doing was, like, during the service, they'd have, like, a kid's section where they would just show one of my videos during the service. 
Um, so yeah, that was. Did they pay you? Did they pay you for that? Like like for <laughs> copyrights? No, no. I wish they did. <laughs> <For> license, <laughs> licensing fees. <laughs> right. <laughs> I should sue them for a copyright infringement. <laughs> um. Yeah, that was just, the liver was just disgusting. I couldn't even I couldn't handle it. Ooh. I spit it up. It was gross. That's nasty. I've had liver <laughs> once, and that was too many times. <laughs> yeah. Man. You're you were you were such a you're a wild man, I must say. Thanks, bro. <laughs> you you know, I think I think one of one of your wildest moments, which is one of my favorite moments, um, is a video we have of uh, not only do you eat a lot of things, you have no problem like doing a lot of things. Like when you were in a dumpster and oh you gosh. got you got slammed like you were in WWE through a table. Yeah. Through, and literally just like you allowed yourself to just be picked up and slammed into this thing yeah just bro. all for the sake of a video <laughs> yeah freshman year in college me and my friend esteban we were like we worked on the grounds team and so our project for this day was to like clear all the uh like trash and old furniture out of this room in the basement yeah and so we're loading all this stuff into the dumpster and it was like a walk-in dumpster i don't know how to describe it other than that like the door was um, open right you just walk yeah in yeah yeah so we were like moving furniture and stuff and one of the things we moved in there was like an old foosball table. Um, and it didn't have like all the, the poles and rods and everything. It was just the table. And I was like, yo, Esteban, choke slam you through this table. <laughs> and he's that like, you came up with it. No, I just like, because it was like, it was kind of shaky. Like, I don't know. I just I imagined <laughs> like if there were a table perfect in the sense of being choke slammed through, I was like, this was the table. And I was like, bro, choke slam me through this table. <laughs> and so our friend Josh, Josh Guglielmo, who's been on the show before, Good he man. he he recorded it. And so, you know, we set up the move. He he grabs me and uh he lifts me up and I, I jump up with him to kind of give the uh the added illusion of actually being choked. Oh yeah, slammed. you're performing. Yeah, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to land on the top of this table, and then the legs are going to give out, <laughs> you know? So that's what I was expecting. So he lifts me up, and I start heading down, and I land. But instead of just, like, landing on the surface and the legs giving out and falling, I literally break through the surface <laughs> of the table and land on the floor of the dumpster. <laughs> and it was nuts. It was one of the craziest things ever. I love it. I, I ever, like that video is one of my favorites. Actually, your your uh, your contact picture on my phone is like a screenshot of you getting choked. Is it really? It, it is. Dude, it is. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's on there. I, I I forgot to hit record on the video. We were gonna try that video this week, but I'll try. I'll just try to show you. Hold on. Can you? Oh, that's not. Do you see it? Hey, dude! I'm really like getting lunch. Oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll post this, that video if that with your permission, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, post it, bro. Do you do have I, the video? I do somewhere. All right, I, I, I got I have to it find too, it. So oh, it's it's I can a, send it to you. It's if you gold. Need. Yeah. Now <laughs> th- th- this this probably not only are you very very wild, but <laughs> but I would say this probably came out of your love for the WWE. Is that is that correct? You're a huge fan. I, I am a huge fan. Um, yeah, man, I think it's just so exciting. Like, what's more exciting than the opportunity to get chokeslammed through <laughs> a table in a dumpster? You know what I mean? Like, who has that on their resume? That's true. Did you put that on your resume? <laughs> I should have. I totally should have. 
That's oh definitely an accomplishment gosh. worth touting. Yeah. Well, we're going to get into that in a minute. And before we go any further, because I almost forgot, because we this is why you're on. You're on to here to talk about WWE and some interesting theories that you have. But before we do that, we are going to hop into our Diet Dr. Pepper section. Mm. Now listen, this week, because we have already reviewed Diet Dr. Pepper together, I believe you gave it a 9 or a 10. I don't remember. You gave it a 10. I must have given it a 10. Because I think I think Amaris gave it a 9 because water's yeah. a 10, and then I think you gave it a 10. Yes, I did. But, 10 out of 10. So now what we have is Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Well, mm. well interesting story. I have it. <laughs> oh, yes. Do you yes. want to explain what happened to you? Yeah, so I... I've had this drink before. I've had Dr. Pepper Zero before, so I can make some comments on it. But, mm-hmm. you know, John and I plan to both uh, taste it this morning. So I, I went to uh, I went to five different stores this morning looking for Dr. Pepper Zero, and I couldn't find it. Um, and it's not that these stores didn't carry it, but I noticed that each one that I went to, mm-hmm. it was just out of stock because the label was there. It was something that they carried. But it was just out of stock. So what I'm going to be doing, I have regular Dr. Pepper and I have Diet Dr. Pepper. I'm going to be mixing them and we're going to pretend <laughs> that's what Dr. Pepper Zero is. Okay. And you so, can even compare it. You can even say like, yeah, you know, because yeah. you've had it. Yeah. So, so why don't you go ahead and, and get that. Get that. Oh, that was a nice one. Oh, it hit you in the face. <laughs> nice and foamy. I think it hit me in the face a little bit. That's okay. Ten okay. out of ten. So you got that. <laughs> so you got that diet, Dr. Pepper. Now, the regular Dr. Pepper. You're pouring yep. it in there and mixing it up. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that looks good. All right, let me open mine. I have. I. I, I didn't. I didn't want to buy a 24 pack <laughs> or the 12 pack, or whatever it is. I think it's 24 pack. And so I just got. I got it in a in a bottle. I'm not a big fan of bottles. I prefer the cans. I think it gives it a better taste, more carbonation. But I agree. You know, are you ready to try this Dr. Pepper Zero and your homemade Dr. Pepper? <laughs> probably, what is it? I guess it's half sugar. <laughs> it's not even, it's Dr. Pepper half. <laughs> I don't even know what to call this. <laughs> probably <right>. a mistake. <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay, okay. Mmm. Mm. You know, I, I I have had a little little bit of this once before, just just a little taste. And well, first of all, I want to hear. Well, actually, let me say, I would say this tastes more like do, like Dr Pepper, not so much like Diet Dr Pepper. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of it still tastes like you know, like I think for me, the reason I I prefer Diet over the regular is just like I can almost it almost feels like I can taste the sugar, like just just. Mm-hmm. Like, like in my mouth, down my throat. Like, I feel like I can just taste the sugar, and I feel like I know it's zero sugar, but I feel like it's it's still t- it, it like it has sugar, and it feels like I think it's yeah. it's good, but I I would give it probably probably a six out of ten. That's fair. So, so let's let's hear. I just want to get that out of the way. So now I want to hear your your <laughs> what you just tasted, and then your comparison of it to diet to Dr. Pepper Zero, and then your rating. All right, so let me 
Yeah, let me describe what this concoction tasted like. But I'm also going to speak um, based on what I've tasted of Dr. Pepper Zero before. Mm-hmm. So surprisingly, this, I would say, tastes similar to Dr. Pepper Zero. Mm-hmm. And I think that's primarily because, like you said, Dr. Pepper Zero does take, taste a lot like regular Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I had that, again, like the thing that I like about Diet Dr. Pepper is that it is lighter, you know? Like for me, I don't like when I drink something and it just like sits in my stomach and it's yeah. heavy. That's how the regular Dr. Pepper makes me feel. The diet is lighter. And so the taste of Dr. Pepper Zero, it's just like very similar to the regular. So it's not my favorite. I, yeah, I would probably do, I feel like you nailed it right on the head. Six out of ten. That's what I would give it as well. You know, six out of ten, it's it's solid. It's not, oh, wait, 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 no. Is that the mixture you made? <laughs> Or you're just, you're kind of you're, you look like you're grossed out there. Is this, is this the mixture that you made, or this is Dr Pepper Zero that you rated? Uh, I I just rated <laughs> Dr Pepper Zero itself. Okay, what about the one that you just made? The mixture. <laughs> Let's you, just give it a six out of ten as well. <laughs> yeah, but you I'm just, not gonna finish that. I'm gonna finish up the diet. Good, good man. Yeah, I think because six, six is a decent number. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just, and that's what I think this is. I think Dr. Pepper is a great soda all around, but compared to to Diet Dr. Pepper, which I believe I gave a nine or maybe an eight, I think this is a six. I think that's I think that's fair. I'm in the same boat as you, bro. All right, Diet so now, is divine. Oh yes, <laughs> dude. It's been it's been the it's been going down. This section is not working out, or segment is not working out how I thought. Thought every week it'd be like, wow. This is so much better than I thought it was going to be. Now it's like, oh, three, two, one. This is disgusting. I hate it. It's giving me cancer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, all right, so now back to why you're here to talk about wrestling. You know, this has been a big, big, big week for wrestling as we're recording this. Because we're recording this oh on my Friday. Goodness, yes. And I believe it was what, Monday? No, Sunday. Sunday night. Correct? Sunday night. Money in the Bank 2021. He's back. Big match John is back in the WWE. Dude, I was I w- I couldn't believe it cuz didn't he just talk like a couple days ago or a couple days before that about like one day he will return to the WWE? I think. I think I saw I didn't that. Ca- I didn't catch that, but you know, he he always says that because one thing that's interesting about WWE is if you look at what they do legally sometimes, <laughs> I would say they're a sketchy business. I was just saying, what do they do illegally? <laughs> that's a that's a whole nother episode, bro. <laughs> but like one thing that's interesting is like so let me let me explain it this way. Um, there's a superstar, his name's Chavo Guerrero. That's what his wrestling name was in WWE. He was Chavo Guerrero. Mm-hmm. And when he left WWE for a time and he was wrestling in like independent circuits and like other promotions, yeah. he went by the name Chavo Guerrero Jr. Mm-hmm. because WWE owned his name. Wait, is that his like his birth name? I don't know if it's his birth name, but like that's the name everyone knows yeah. him as. Even Rey John Mysterio. Cena. Sorry? John or Rey Mysterio was Rey Mysterio Jr. as well, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, when Rey Mysterio was out of WWE, he went by Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. because WWE owned his name. 
Okay. And so same with John Cena. Like, they own his name, and whatever his contract says, I believe that even if he does something outside of WWE, they they earn a portion of his earnings. No way. So, like, when he's in a movie, because his name is used, they they earn royalty off of that work. Oh, they're making bank. Wait, is it yeah, the same man. with The Rock? Or I don't is it know different? if it's the same with The Rock. Because he goes by Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Oh. I think The Rock might be, because he's, he's definitely way beyond John Cena in terms oh, of stardom. Yes. But I don't, I don't know if it's the same. It's probably similar. That's really crazy. I didn't, I didn't realize. So they've been making money off a pretty decent amount of movies lately. <laughs> yeah. And his biggest one was Fast and Furious 9. That's yeah, been think, like his biggest role. And then now he's, he's going to have... Okay, so I, I wonder. Well, he's gonna be in the Suicide Squad. And oh yeah, yeah. And then I guess he's also doing a like a series based on his character in that movie, um, too, for HBO Max. But I just looked this up, and his his birth name. Oh, I know. But is, go ahead. Is John Felix Anthony Cena? John so, Felix Anthony Cena. So well, you actually do that? <laughs> yeah. You love John Cena. John Cena is one of my all-time favorites. So so he. They own his birth name. Yep. Also, his ring names, uh, I just think this is funny, is John Cena, Juan Cena, Juan the, Cena yep. <laughs> the prototype, and Mr. P. <laughs> I don't know about Mr. P. I don't know where that was from. The prototype was like, that was like when he debuted in, I think it was 2004 or 2002. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, that's real. I can't believe they own his name. That's, I know. Like, it's not, you know, they don't own, they don't own Mr. P or they don't own, you know, the prototype. Like, they own his name, like John yeah. Cena. That's insane. Okay, so he's back. And, okay, now how do you think, because now they, they've been having some crowds. Was that their, that wasn't their first. We talked about this. That wasn't their first in person. Yeah. Match. So they had their, like, first crowd after the pandemic or as it kind of slowed down. They had, like, a... Uh, it wasn't at maximum capacity, but they had a, yeah. s- a smaller crowd at in uh, Orlando okay. for WrestleMania, which was in April. Yeah. And then they just recently, because they're back to touring the country like week by week. Oh, really? That was like a week or two ago. They started that. And the pay-per-view that they had this past Sunday, that was maximum capacity. Yeah. Yeah. That's So, so now, what, so what do you think? Compared to... Um, compared... I was getting a call. So I apologize if you heard that. <laughs> um, and so cause compared to, like, because The Rock, right? The Rock is, like, is a very big name, like we we talked about. Um, he's no, I mean, no, nowhere near, like, like John Cena is nowhere near that level of stardom as The Rock has been. In the, but I think he's trying. I think he's tried to make that transition into movies. Now, The Rock came back, was it a year, two years ago for SmackDown one night? I think it was two years ago. Okay. It was either the 20th or tw- 25th anniversary of Friday Night SmackDown. Okay. So what what do you think like the reaction difference was between John Cena coming back? Because I, I would say in the WWE, they're pretty much, as far as like their stardom within that company, I think they're pretty neck and neck for the most part. I think The Rock's a little bit more of a legend because of his career outside of it maybe maybe i'm wrong i don't know 
I, 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 I love WWE. I don't really watch it too much anymore because, to be completely honest, my wife hates it. <laughs> so, uh. so now not being in school anymore and going over to the dorms to watch it with you and our friends and everything, I haven't really caught a whole lot of it. But yeah. So what do you think like the like the big difference was in the crowd's reaction yeah, or yeah, the yeah. hype around it? What do you think? That's a real good question. So The Rock, he was never a divisive character. Um, like okay. when he when he debuted, he wasn't super popular. Um, yeah, he was. He kind of had a weird gimmick, and people weren't really sure how to receive him. But like once he kind of became like the Rock, you know, with doing his little eyebrow move and like just Can insulting you smell people. When yeah, the rock exactly. Is once exactly once that Rock rolled around, like everyone loved him. Like the he's one of champion. the most. Yeah, the people's champion. He's one of the most over superstars. Ever. And when I say over, you know, like just beloved, absolutely loved by virtually everyone in the WWE universe. Um, with John, S- and The Rock was like the face of the company towards yeah. the end of the 90s, beginning of the 2000s, before he left for Hollywood. And there's always a company guy, there's always like a face of the company. Yeah. And so, like in the 80s, you know, that was Hulk Hogan, 90s, Brother. that was like. <laughs> In the 90s, that was, like, Stone Cold Steve Austin and then The Rock, obviously. And then for a better part of, like, the 2000s, that has been John Cena. Yeah. Um, he's kind of faded out the past few years, even though he still, like, plays a major role in whatever he does in the company. Um, John Cena, he he's polarizing. So it's very much like a half-and-half half scenario. When he first started... After he kind of stopped being the prototype, he became the doctor of thugonomics, which was like this super edgy, like rapper kind of guy. And like everyone loved that. And that's kind of what brought him to the top. Yeah. And then WWE as a company kind of changed how they did things. For a while, they were TV 14. They were super edgy with like as far as language and content. But then I think Hasbro, the toy company, who makes their action figures, they played a big role in kind of just saying, look, a huge portion of your demographic is children. Yeah. Like, you need to chill <laughs> with some of this stuff because it is... It's too much. You're, you're showing kids this stuff. Yeah. And so they went from TV-14 to TV-PG, and in that, you kind of saw John Cena change from being, like, uh, edgier, like, doctor of thugonomics to just John Cena, who, like, comes out in a big, colorful, like, yeah. pink or green T-shirt. He's on the cover of a Fruity Pebbles box. Dude, he's a huge kid's icon. Like, he, oh, is, he is. It's, it's insane. <laughs> he's become a celebrity. Like, he, he does everything he needs to to be in good standing with the public. Yeah, um, dude, he's like up his, there for kids. He's up there with SpongeBob. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's up there with SpongeBob. He's Fred's yeah, he, dad. Yeah, I think he holds a record for amount of like make a wishes in like one year he did like oh, wow. over th- he did over 300 make a wishes um but his his like mottos and stuff are like never give up um rise against hate so like he, so he inspirational he's, he's given himself over to being like this super motivational encouraging character yeah. which is great for kids like i think that's he does it for the kids like that's his thing now do it for the kids bro so in the WWE, you have fans who are older, who remember the edgier stuff from, like, the 90s. They hate John Cena. Like, <laughs> half of like half of wrestling fans hate John Cena. The other half 
like love him. So yeah. that's the biggest difference between The Rock. No okay. one's ever hated The Rock. John Cena, on the other hand, eh, he's like half and half. But the reaction this past Sunday, like the whole stadium, I would say, was cheering just because oh, it had yeah. been such a long time, over a year since he'd done anything. Yeah. Yeah, I love what he said. He's like, you know, this isn't just like one night. This is the first night. Like, yeah. He, like, do, do you genuinely think he's going to be there like week to week now? Like, like maybe not every week, but do you think he's going to be very consistent? Or do you think it's going to be like when he came back, when he came in, I want The Undertaker, and then he just disappeared? after that terrible match. <laughs> that was so disappointing. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. I was ticked. I remember. But, <laughs> yeah. I would say what happens with like guys like that, they're called part-timers, mm-hmm. like a Brock Lesnar, The Rock, John Cena. Either it's like a, like a one-month thing as they build a feud for a, a pay-per-view, which usually happens once a month. Yeah. Or they do give themselves like, several months, like a quarter of a year, half a year, to kind of be involved. So I think he's been out of that type of schedule for a long time. So I think we could see him around for the next few months at least, maybe three or four. But, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Do you think that this is just like – because obviously, like I said, he's trying to be – he's trying to do what The Rock did. The Rock was the first like – or the biggest crossover into Hollywood for sure. Like, you, like, I mean, I know uh, Stone Cold has been in some things. A few other guys have been in stuff. But, like, no one has made it the way The Rock made it. You know, mm-hmm. that, so I do you think John Cena tried to model. Oh, I mean, he definitely did try to model that. He tried to do the same thing. He kind of got big, not nothing too major. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's kind of, he's, he's done better. He's probably the second best to come out of it, I would say. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But that's just, I think he's done a really good job. I think he's going to get bigger as time goes on but do you think this is almost like a try to get like things like kind of like to spark up more interest for him or do you think he just he just wanted to come back um i think it could be a mixture of the two yeah you know john cena one thing that he does he does always pay his respects to wwe and Mm -hmm. vince mcmahon who's the ceo and he says, like, well, they if it own weren't, him, so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they own him. It's like, yeah, like, he always pay om- pays homage to them because it's like, if it weren't for them, I wouldn't be here. Like, yeah. if they didn't give me the career here in WWE, I wouldn't be starring in these movies. Yeah. And I, I've heard him in interviews talk about that. Like, that's who give, gave him a chance, you know? Yeah. So, and he does, I think he does love the WWE universe, which is what they call the fan base. I think he loves the fans. So mm-hmm. I think. He did want to come back, but like you said, I think he is following The Rock's path. So he is big. He's definitely becoming more mainstream. He's one of the more mainstream wrestlers. Yeah. He hasn't made it to The Rock's level at all, of course. But, I mean, if you go back, like, ten years ago to see where The Rock was, like, he was doing cameos in, like, Hannah Montana and oh, Wizards yeah. of Waverly Place. Like, he was kind of, like, it kind of went, I remember he was in a few big movies when he first left WWE. Then he kind of plateaued into, like, no one wanted him. Wait, was it the mummy or the like, scorpion? The King, scorpion. King. I don't King. remember. Wait, was, he, was that the his character King, in the mummy? Yeah. That was his character in the mummy? Was it the mummy? I don't know. Oh, uh, you're right. Okay. You're right. I think. <laughs> Some People are going to be mad. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, so if you look at where John Cena's at now, like, Fast and Furious 9 has been his best and biggest movie so far. Yeah. 
I watched this movie called Firehouse. Was it called Firehouse? Oh, I saw I saw the trailer for that. Bro, like I watched it kind of excited. It was terrible. Was like, it, it was really? Wildly cheesy. And it's like but I've heard The Rock and Kevin Hart kind of talk about that. Where it's like if you want to start doing well and start building your name in Hollywood, you're basically taking any movie you can get. You want to do yeah. as many movies as you can. So I think that's where scene is at, where he's just doing anything he can get his hands on yeah. until he's an exclusive actor, which The Rock is now. He was like the number one actor in 2018 or 2019, I forget. Oh, yeah, dude. He, he, can, he can have whatever role he wants pretty much at this point. Like, he's, he's not just accept. Like, he accepts what he wants, you know? Right. Yeah. It, oh, it was the Scorp... It was it, the movie... There was a movie in 2002, The Scorpion King. But okay. I, I thought... Oh, no, but he was The Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns. Gotcha. Go. Okay. But, yeah. Dude, I... Okay, now, because we live in this age now where, um, you know, you have Logan Paul fighting Mayweather <laughs> and just weird stuff like that. Mike Tyson <laughs> is... Uh, is he? Did he fight or is he fighting something like that? I don't know. Um, a lot of people yeah. are trying to box. Mm-hmm. If The Rock... And John Cena were to get in a boxing oh, match, not not a sports entertainment, a boxing match. Like this is not predetermined with storylines. I don't want to use the the f word. I don't want to use the fake word because WWE isn't fake. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's still real to me. Yeah, yeah it's real. It's just pre-planned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you watch the Young Rock series, they make a big deal about never using the f word, the fake word. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so. So who do you think would win in a boxing match? Oh, it's so tough. I would say, like, because boxing isn't something, to my oh. knowledge, that either of them have done. Or UFC. Th- Just a real well, fight. Which one? Which one? Which one? What do you mean, which one? Well, they're two very different things. Okay, okay, a, okay. Let's do boxing. Let's do boxing, <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right. I opened a can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if they're in a boxing match, they're both, they're both basically starting up something new to my knowledge something they've never done before john cena has gone through a physical transformation in the past few years where he's kind of downsized from just getting as huge as he can get Mm -hmm. to kind of just slimming out because he wants to be more versatile in acting Mm -hmm. so his muscle that he has now is it's less like i don't know the difference you'd probably know it better it's 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 stronger even though it's smaller. You know what I mean? Okay. Whereas the rock He's like leaner. He's leaner, yeah. But I think the rock is bigger. He's he's way bigger. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's never been like this like especially now, it's not like fake muscle at all. Like he's I mean it's just say the rock because of the brute strength that he'd have over John Cena. Dude, I think John Cena would be way quicker. Because I think he's, he's a little bit younger, I think. He, he's like a little said, he, bit younger. He's a little bit smaller. But I think, that, dude, I think it's the same kind of thing like like Logan Paul was talking about fighting <laughs> fighting Mike Tyson. And he was like, I could definitely beat, like, I could beat him because he's old. And his lawyers <laughs> came out and they were like, if you get hit, if, like, like, don't fight him. And they were like, if you get hit by Mike Tyson, you're done. And that's the thing. You're gonna like, die. like, yeah, like, if you get <laughs> hit by The Rock. Even if you're John Cena, <laughs> there's, that's it. Like he might, you know, might not be as fast. Who knows? He could surprise us. I don't know. But yeah. But uh, dude, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna put the money up and host this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I think I think it could be surprising. 
but I, I think I think at the end of the day, the Rock's strength would just overpower Johnson. I think it'd be that's tough. what I'm thinking too. It'd be yeah. tough. It'd be I would pay so much money to see this happen. Oh my gosh. Oh, it'd be like, oh my gosh. It'd, it'd be, be the so biggest. Popular. <laughs> so listen, Dwayne, John, I know you guys are listening. <laughs> Come up with something, you know. Hit, yeah. Let me, let me know. <laughs> Send us a little message. We'll yeah. we'll put they're, it together. They're they're big fans of the podcast, you know. They yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> They're probably sitting here listening right now, curled up with a nice Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> do you think they drink Diet Dr. I think they do. I think so. I think... <laughs> Neither of them... I don't think either of them drink soda. They wouldn't put that in their body. No. No. Nope. All right. So, one thing that we have talked about very briefly, because I wanted to save this wonderful theory, because as the big wrestling fan that you are, I mean, we even had a wrestling, like I think I mentioned, we would all watch... Uh, WWE at college. It was the WFN, the wrestling fans of North Point, and we yeah. had we had a belt, and we would make predictions. And I, I won, I won, one and done. Um, that was my only championship. His my debut, first, match, my debut, folks. Yeah, yep. WrestleMania. Uh, I think you probably won the most times, but that's true. But you're a big fan, and as you can tell from this whole podcast so far, you have a theory. <laughs> would you like yes, to sir. talk about this theory? I don't want to reveal it. You can reveal yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so my theory is this. And it's not so much a theory. I'd say it's, it's more of just a belief. <laughs> um, it's a religion. Now, I'll, I'll say the statement. It's very, it's very easy to hear. might be a little bit more <laughs> difficult to understand. The, the statement is this. <laughs> and we're out of time. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Come on, come on, come on. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Everything is wrestling. What does that three mean? Little, three little words. Everything is wrestling. Dude, you just texted me that. And you were like, I have this theory. Yeah, <laughs> everything yeah bro. Is everything is wrestling. Don't get it confused, though, with wrestling is everything. <laughs> um, I think that's too, wa- it's too weighty of a statement. Like, I think there's, there's other things that are everything. Like, family is everything. That's one thing that I believe. Family oh, okay, is everything. Okay, Dom. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Family is everything. You know, if, if you're a believer, you know, your relationship with Christ is everything. That's like at Absolutely. the top of your pyramid. But that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying wrestling is everything. I'm saying everything is wrestling. <laughs> and in that belief is two parts. First, the first part is this. Wrestling is I'll I'll say it as clearly as I can. Wrestling can be used as an analogy to explain anything. (laughs) Like literally anything you shoot my way, whether you're talking about maybe something political, maybe it's some type of like scientific um, chemical (laughs) reaction, maybe it's some type of uh, novel. I can explain that. It can be explained with a wrestling analogy. Hmm. The second part is this. A lot of times wrestling seems like this like you know, if you're a wrestling fan, you're 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 in some type of weird club, you know, like what's your favorite sport? Oh, I like wrestling. You know, you're a weirdo. You know, you're on like the fringe. <laughs> That's the immediate the, reaction. <laughs> no, it, no, it's so funny. It's you're a it weirdo. Really is. You're a weirdo. Get, get out of society. <laughs> Yeah, you're on, like, the fringe of society. The mob comes outside your house. Exactly. Yep. But 
you're like it you think it plays no role but i would argue that wrestling touches so <laughs> many aspects of our lives that we have no realize like every day we do something we consume something we watch something That's we wrestling. hear about something that if it's not wrestling related it is involved with wrestling in some way and I, I'm willing to defend that. So that's it. Everything is wrestling. Everything is wrestling. Everything is, is wrestling. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm trying to think of a scenario or something to shoot your way to see this. Because this is, you know, this kind of reminds me of Robert, Robert California. I'm not going to go into that. Cause <laughs> but oh, he has a yes, theory yes, about yes. what everything is. <laughs> um, <laughs> every, everything is wrestling. Everything okay. Is wrestling. So, so think about... Um, maybe your your relationship. You just moved. You have a roommate now. Yes. All right. Here we go. I, I'm trying here to we think go. of how to word this. No, no, that's good. All right. So let's see. That's my situation. <laughs> I really hope he hears this. Just this part. I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bill, if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just moved down to a new state. Um, guy from my church has allowed me to stay in a room in his house. I'm renting. Is my roommate basically? So how do we explain that with a wrestling analogy? Here's the first thing that comes to my mind. Obviously, there's one-on-one wrestling, but there's also tag team <laughs> wrestling, right? So in my mind, you know, uh, bro, I'm trying to think of something real good. Dude, I'm exposing you for the liar you are. No, no, no. I, I just need a second to think about it. No, I got please, this. Please. Trust me. Trust me. It's everything. It's everything. All right. I, I can't think of it right now, but you uh. imagine someone coming. <laughs> WWE is its own promotion, right? So you've got wrestlers coming from the independent scene. You've got wrestlers coming from other promotions. They come on over this way. And okay, here's a good, good one. We have Matt Riddle. He's a wrestler. He's been in WWE the past year or two on the main roster. He's coming up from NXT. And what is one of the first things they have him do? They pair him with a veteran like Randy Orton, Mm. right? Randy Orton welcomes him into the WWE. The WWE is his house. He says, Matt Riddle, join me. Be my tag team partner. Be my roommate. And so there we go, John. There we go. We that's, have that's what Bill did for of, you. <laughs> exactly. We became a tag team. He welcomed this new up and comer into his wrestling promotion, and now we're a tag team. Wrestling is everything. Who's your first match? <laughs> first match? Oh my goodness! Well, you're gonna take down society. No, dude. It, since we're in Rhode Island, we're gonna take down the CEO of Donut Cakes and Party Pizza. Yes, yes. They're a tag team, dude. All right. How about let me throw this one your way. Oh, this is this is gold. Um, how about you and your uh, your female friend, your girlfriend, Kate? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it's we like go. It's like a suplex. <laughs> no, this is perfect. Ready? So the new day, the new day is uh, it's actually a three piece tag team. It's Big E, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods. Okay. These are three guys oh, I know who them. have been in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. New day rocks. New. Day rocks. So you have these three guys who for years had been in the company on their own as singles competitors, <laughs> right? 
And so Dude, they're, they're, they're in the company, right? But they are dissatisfied with their role. They don't like what their career is in WWE all by themselves. So they get together, they become a tag team, and they become one of the most successful WWE tag teams in history. Wow. And so I take, I take a look at Caitlyn and I, and I say, oh, we look at our lives before one another. They were good lives but we were dissatisfied with our place in the company, if you will. Really? So we got together, we formed a tag team, and now we're the best we've ever been. Wow. There's, we've become one of the most successful tag teams in the history of the company. <laughs> we thought we didn't like where we were on our own, but together, mm -mm -mm, we're cooking up a storm, John. <laughs> Everything is wrestling. You sound, Everything is wrestling. You sound like you're like interviewing about like a match you're gonna have next week. <laughs> 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 We're cooking up a storm. We're gonna bring the heat. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, man. Everything oh is wrestling. Oh my gosh. Oh, man. okay. So, um, um, how about how about you? <laughs> trying to think of one a little different. Okay. Um, you just got a car recently. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, back, back in October, I got the Subaru Outback. Oh, has it has it really been that long? It's been a while. Man, where yeah. have I where have I been? <laughs> Man, dude. All right. So yeah, let's think about this. All right. Here we here we go. Ready? Daniel Bryan, um, <laughs> formerly known as Brian Danielson. He's an unlikely wrestler, right? Mm -hmm. He's about my height. He's about your height. He's five foot eight. Um, so tall. in an in, what a so tall in what a tall man. <laughs> so Love in it. an in, in an industry where giants rule, where you have the Undertaker who's like six ten, you have Hulk Hogan who's close, to like either six eight, six ten, whatever he is. Andre the Giant, obviously super famous, iconic, twenty five feet, <laughs> twenty five feet tall. He's uh, you know in a world of giants, he's unlikely to be mm. successful. Mm. But here he is, this five foot eight little guy gets no taken onto the WWE main roster, right? Okay. He gets put into the scene, and because he's such a great technical wrestler, because the fans love his personality, they fall in love with him. They're cheering for him at every match. They're pushing for him to have more opportunity for him to climb to the top. Mm -hmm. Even though he doesn't look like much, he's the best. <laughs> and so when I got this 2007 Subaru Outback, man, it didn't look like much. But can I tell you something, John? <laughs> it's been my favorite car. I've put 17,000 miles on this car. I think you're going to say dollars. <laughs> so I was like, whoa. <laughs> 17,000 miles on this car. And I love it. It is my favorite car. I really hope nothing bad happens to it. You but see it get dude, blowing up in the background. <laughs> It, wrestling is everything, bro. <laughs> all right. All right. One, maybe two more. Okay. Diet Dr. Pepper. Diet Dr. Pepper. Here we go. So for the longest time, WWE started with one weekly show. And by the way, I want to mention that it is the longest running weekly episodic TV show in history. Wait, how many years? That's, that's more than The Simpsons. Um, oh, weekly. I was going to say, wait a minute. I was going to say the tonight, yeah, yeah, yeah. tonight show has been like, but that's, that's nightly mm -hmm. or daily. <laughs> yeah. So weekly. Wow. I, I want to say 25 years. I might be wrong. 
Uh, the Simpsons, but anyways, uh, Simpsons thirty, so it must be. But I know it was before the Simpsons. But wow, okay, didn't know that. Sorry, yeah. continue. So continue. Sorry, sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> so they started with Monday Night Raw, right? As they got more popular, they eventually did a brand split where they had mm. SmackDown and Monday Night Raw. So every week they had these two shows, right? These were their. There was the A show. There was the B show, right? If you're on Raw. The idea is that, you know, you're on the better brand. You're on the better show. In SmackDown, that's kind of where all the extras grow. Like, if there's no space for you on the main show, you go to the B show on SmackDown. But one thing many wrestling fans can agree on, that SmackDown is the better show. Even though it's the B show, it's not regarded with the most talent. It's the better show. So... When we sit here, you have Dr. Pepper. That's the, that's the best one, right? It's the original. Mm. You take something like Diet Dr. Pepper, that's the B soda. That's mm. not the best one. That's the B soda. That's the diet version. SmackDown is the diet version of Raw, but yet Ooh. it's better. <laughs> Wrestling is everything. <laughs> Dude, Yeah. and then now I guess uh, Dr. Pepper Zero is like NXT. <laughs> yep, that's, the, uh, that's the, tra- the, uh, the farm league, basically. <laughs> Dude, this is <laughs> this is very eye opening, and I'm thinking yeah, about bro. my my life and just thinking, man, I think you might be right. <laughs> Wrestling is everything, you yeah. Know, but we we did um, we did do some some um, some wrestling stuff on our on our old podcast we had, mm. where we we did some super bras. Super bras. Those are fun. We did that we, was amazing. We did like basically. I think we did. Do we do two? I, I think, think we, we just did, did three. Two. The I, okay. first one was preachers, celebrity pastors, <laughs> celebrity pastors. Where we just basically, second, oh, let me just explain a little bit. So, like, so sure. we did, we basically took things we knew about them, and our, and somewhat of our knowledge, more your knowledge of fighting, and just kind of put them up against each other just to see, you know, like just to kind of d- discuss how it would go down. So that so we did preachers, and I think. You remember the second one was the King of Late Night. Oh, we had all the late night hosts. I rem- I remember clearly who won that, and that was David Letterman because of all of his pent up aggression. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all of his rage. I think Jay Leno went out really early. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, you know, and then he, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, the third one. It was around the time people were talking about the Area Fifty One invasion. <gasps> so we, You're right. We, we had like a bunch of like space themed and just like weird. I don't like metaphysical people fighting. I, Michael Jackson won, I think, like a <laughs> alien, like a cyborg version of uh, Michael Jackson won, I think. Dude, dude, I completely forgot. <laughs> that <was sick. laughs> yeah, bro, that was our best work. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, we did some really weird, <laughs> some weird matches. Dude, who won that yeah. the preachers? Billy Graham. That makes sense. I was gonna say it yeah. should be him. He. <laughs> He has He's the, the king. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. <laughs> wow, I would. I think. I think you're right. I think everything is wrestling. I think. Do you remember there was a time, where even just like not. I mean, you take you take it a step further, and you, you should definitely copyright this theory. Um, <laughs> so you take it a step further, but we used to just like match. You remember we used to match professors up. Oh like, man. I don't know if you remember. I had a board, and uh, on my door, you, you, like even going back to, like freshman year, and we would put like, like. Like like the like like who would win, and then we would put oh. like on one side we put like Doctor So and So or Dean whoever, you know, like 
and then so and then we would have people like like write like different things like like you know write like <laughs> like or like like put a check mark or something like to see yes. like who they thought and then cut like guys would knock on my door and just ask me about it, talk to me about it and it like it became like a conversation starter for a couple weeks but then we would even do that just sitting around like okay who do you think would win if these people would fight and I th- I think you're right I bro think no every- that's such a good point. That's like the perfect icebreaker, too. When I started working at Lowe's, I don't work there anymore. But, bro, within my first week, I went up to my supervisor. I was like, bro, who would win in a fight, you or our store manager? (laughs) And I just went around asking people, like, yo, who would win between my supervisor and the store manager? And, it like, people were, number one, very caught off guard (laughs) that I was asking them a question like that before even knowing them. But, number two, like, to just think about something like that really just gets your gears going and it's just a great experience wow that's that's truly that's tr- yeah wrestling yeah, yeah. is everything wrestling i, I th- at first when i read that i'm like this makes no sense but i think and, and also i'm just amazed that you know so much about these people like you were like this guy who formerly known as that guy <laughs> Bro, I, you, you have the mind I'm a for novice it. i'm a novice there's so many other so many more knowledgeable people <laughs> I do my best. Well, <laughs> well, I think I think we're gonna have to have uh, maybe a Super Brawl Weekly Peel edition. Yeah, come back and and just and just let's just talk about fighting. You know, just yes. <laughs> just beating each other up, beating people yes. up. One thing I always wish had happened because we had we had our podcast, the Manlier thing, Maz and Murph, the Manlier things in life, and we we so an idea that I could never get you on board with. <laughs> is Maz versus Murph a boxing match? <laughs> and, oh. we would, and we would actually fight and film it. And Bro, I would just I would do it now. You would do it now? Yeah. Why? I I would I have gained some muscle since graduating school. And I have lost some muscle. <laughs> yes, bro. <laughs> so I feel much better. <laughs> I I would love that. That would we'll have to maybe we can uh, maybe we can just you know meet up somewhere in the middle between where you are where I am maybe like Madison Square Garden and, <laughs> and just, yeah, bro. Yeah, I bet it'll sell out. Maz versus Murph. Oh, dude, finally. I, I I wish that was something that we would have. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I feel like it could have could have been really bad. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe one day, maybe one day. But I, you know, Dan, thank you for opening my eyes and You're just welcome. realizing. Okay, uh, you know what? One, one more, one more. Okay, let's just President Biden. <laughs> oh, President Biden. All right. Yeah, and not that we're getting political. We don't like to get political, but I think this is a good one. <laughs> All right. So back in the day, and I'm talking like '90s, '80s, '90s, early 2000s. There was a beast of a man named Bill Goldberg and Goldberg he is regarded as is one of the uh, the biggest wrestlers one of the best one of the baddest um, for a while one of his one of his claims to fame was that he had never lost a match they were saying he had like a 180 match undefeated streak um, in 2017 I want to say he returned out of nowhere after like 15 years of absence. He challenged Brock Lesnar and he defeated Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. And you know, at first that was really cool. It was like, wow, this like legend, this um, seasoned veteran of the industry like has come back and he's teaching the young young bucks a thing or two because he's seen a thing or two. And 
over the past few years, like they do bring him out like once a year, right? You know, they brought him back to fight the fiend. He beat the fiend. That was disappointing because oh, the fiend the was fiend's cool. The fiend's the best. I love the fiend, but he beat the fiend, and that was surprising. Then they had him come out and fight Drew McIntyre. And at this point, you know, in this match specifically, we kind of saw Bill Goldberg's age. Mm. You know, like he was still able to to wrestle. Um, you could tell he had gotten a little bit out of shape. You could tell that he kind of had lost a little bit of uh, his his finesse there. He actually fought The Undertaker too, and that, that didn't go over too well either. And And right now... This past Monday, right after Money in the Bank, Bobby Lashley, the WWE champion, he just fought a match, main event, and who comes out? Joe Bill Biden. Goldberg. No, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Goldberg comes out and he says, I'm next. But man, he's in his 50s. And he, he's, he's in his mid-50s. He just doesn't, like, you could just tell he doesn't have it anymore. We've known this based on his past past two matches. And although Joe Biden does have a a great career where he's been, like, a long-term veteran senator, he was vice president of the United States, and he's become Mm. the president of this country, sometimes you feel bad for him. (laughs) Because it seems like maybe he doesn't have what it takes anymore. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> I pray for him. I just, I just. Wow. I just compare. You know, everything is wrestling. That's all I gotta say. Wow, that was that was really good. I'm very impressed. The fact that we didn't plan that. We just, you know, these are just. You can you can genuinely prove that wrestling is everything. Yeah. Wow. No, seriously. Wow. I think this is the greatest discovery since uh, since probably man, like when like penicillin when they made that. <laughs> Penicillin, yeah, yeah, all those. I was trying to think of something more, <laughs> way more, like <laughs> impressive. I mean, when when they knocked down the Berlin Wall. Oh, that was oh, kind yeah, of, that was, was kind close. of as good. That was kind of it was close. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dan, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend, and to to allow your thoughts and <laughs> your ideas to be expressed through mm. the inter- interwebs to people's eardrums. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Dan, thank you so much. You've blown my mind. You're welcome, bro. And everything, thank you for having me. Everything is wrestling. We will see you next week or maybe two weeks from now on the Weekly Peel. <laughs>